1: cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com
0: and i was like ah oh, shit and then the second one was just a wank of desperation <laughs> <laughs> Hello and
1: welcome back to Test Tube Baby. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining along. And if you're an OG Test Tube Baby listener, firstly, we love you. Secondly, you're the best thing since sliced bread. Gosh, that's harder to say than you would have thought. The best thing thing since since sliced bread. bread. Why am I struggling with that? It's my job to speak.
0: It is. And you are... Uh, 10 seconds into the podcast right. and you've already stumbled
1: already done a cock that bodes well doesn't it oh there's a little moth in the room as well oh bless you you need to be outside he's very <laughs> very excited by the light that we've got <laughs> in, in the ceiling are you all right mate he's just going around in circles yeah okay he's found the light he's happy um I'm gonna start by saying that uh, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, or indeed you listen to this episode and you enjoy it, please do share it with your friends and your family. You can actually you can tag us in your Instagram stories if you're listening to it. We'd love to know. We'd love to see where you are when you listen to the podcast. People used to like go on dog walks and bring us with them, and they would like send a little photo of where they were listening. It made me so happy.
0: So check it up on your Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Tag at Test you Baby Pod, and we will reshare because. Yep you know, we want to share the love and spread the love of Test You Baby. So let us know where you're listening and let us know who you are and we will give you a shout. out.
1: Or indeed if you're not on the socials and that is absolutely fine, you could always share a little cheeky link to someone in a WhatsApp chat. I
0: thought we had to say send us an email or a letter.
1: Oh, I love that. Although need a PO box. This is the thing we need a PO box because we can't just give our address no, up. Not, not I world. mean we could, but I feel like that would no be No one's
0: going to rock up here, but you no, know. No, no one cares. Can't but take chance. it
1: would be quite irresponsible, so yeah, we won't do that. Um so my name is Miranda Burns. and over there he's very happy because he saw one of his child friends today oh. uh, is Tristan Hall. My
0: oldest friend, who is a Test you Baby listener as well. I
1: didn't realise that. I have and no idea. not
0: just like dipping in and out like some friends do, but that's fine if you want to. It's a listening oh, number. We welcome dippers. Come, come and go as you please. But he is like a hardcore listener. He is not anywhere near having a child but he listens for the love of you and I and it was very sweet today I
1: tell you what though when you because this is the first time I met someone I'd met him when you meet someone and they say oh I listen to your podcast what instantly happens after they say that is your mind starts racing and you think back to all the things that you've said. What the
0: hell have I said?
1: Well, I, I just asked him straight up. I was like, oh, so you know about the pessaries? Like, he knows that I've put pessaries in my bum. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. It's all part and parcel with IVF. Yeah. But it's just a little bit strange. He also will have listened to the Enema episode. he yeah. know all about that debacle. About what? my waxing? Yes, he the knows. The gentleman's
0: about your, waxes? Your
1: smooth balls. Yeah, it's nuts. It's so weird. I forget because we're just sat in the little top room of our Winchester house and we have our mic and our headphones. and It's just the two of us having a little chinwag. I forget that other people actually listen and then retain the information that we share.
0: And it's funny because people then come to you and they say and they make like an inside joke about the podcast. Yes. And sometimes you remember, but most of the time I find myself bamboozled by what they've said to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like,
0: what do you mean? Because we record this and we edit it and it goes out and then we don't really think about it again but people listen to it during their day-to-day. It's like what they find funny and even when I'm editing, like I edit as like a a job so Mm -hmm. my mind does not listen to what's being said. It's just making sure that everything is slick, beautiful and lovely for you wonderful listeners who get to enjoy it but... Oh yeah, I just don't, I miss stuff. Like your mum said something to me the other day and I was like, sorry. Went straight over your head. Because I just couldn't remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, we. Like, well, I think that is just evidence that we clearly do not plan these things. We do go on a lot of rambles and who knows where we'll end up or indeed what we'll overshare. I think we've covered most bodily functions. We're getting there anyway. There's
0: more to come today as well. So hold, oh strap, strap in for those. Oh,
1: I forgot about that. i on. just yeah. read
0: what you've written on oh, our sheet.
1: Yeah. Anyway, look... um, you, baby. We're chatting through all things IVF on our current pregnancy, which, as it stands, is at twenty-four weeks. Two four, 24 weeks. That is very important. So, in true Tristan and Miranda style, there'll be a whole lot of tangents, more than one euphemism, and inevitably, we will expose and embarrass ourselves. But yeah, twenty-four weeks. Oh my god, it's big. It is big. If you don't know, twenty-four weeks marks the beginning of viability and viability i've taken a little definition from oh, you the have. nhs you know me i'm prepared very well prepared. nhs website it says by the time you're 24 weeks pregnant the baby has a chance of survival if they are born most babies born before this time cannot live because their lungs and other vital organs are not developed enough the care that can now be given in baby neonatal units means more and more babies born early do survive you've reached 24 weeks your chances of survival skyrockets.
0: And it also means that if for any reason you need to go into hospital because of a baby, you're not just sent to A&E. Yes. You are sent <gasps> to maternity, oh. which we experienced in our last pregnancy, which mm-hmm. was, it was awful, wasn't it? Oh, my it? gosh.
1: Yeah, with Amberly, we had a sudden, really heavy bleed. Um, and at the time, we were seven, no, six, 16 and a half, 17 weeks. Yeah, something like that. And uh, basically... I I think this is quite sad, but if you haven't yet reached yet like the 24 week mark, a lot of maternity units don't accept you as like an emergency case. They're like, sorry, you have to go to A&E, which is fine. I understand they're managing hundreds of women. They have to choose certain people to take on.
0: But in A&E, all they did to you was they monitored you for a couple of hours and tested your blood and then waited about another two hours for a consultant to rock up who went, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they basically did OBS, didn't they? They checked my heart rate, my blood pressure, my oxygen levels, put me on a drip to get me hydrated, and then that was it. And I left A&E having no idea whether Ambly was okay. They didn't even even use a Doppler to check the heartbeat. It was a really horrible experience. So it's nice now that we've got to 24 weeks, and we know that if something happens, like we'll we'll get looked after by midwives.
0: And if if something happens, there is a higher chance of everything being okay than not. So... With babies, obviously everything develops at its own rate and certain things go faster than others. So at the moment she's like twenty eight centimetres long, right? Yeah. She's really long, but she she's might even be longer than that now. She's little because she isn't hasn't quite fully formed. Mm. And the lungs uh, is a massive, just massive thing. Just
1: called scrawny. Oh, I love scrawny squish. Well, if she takes
0: after her mum and dad, she'll be scrawny for the rest of her life. Yeah, so she I better know. get used to it. We're
1: <laughs> such skinny minis, the two of us. Oh, oh god, we're all limbs. <laughs> I know
0: we're all arms and legs. That's why she kicks oh. so much because she's just got she's our daughter. Yeah, product of us. Um, but <laughs> the lungs is something that needs to develop quite quickly in order to to be able to survive in the outside world. So you'll often get babies if a woman is I don't know late twenty, early thirty weeks. And knows that she's going to have to be induced in the next few weeks. They often give steroid injections to make sure the lungs grow quicker. Because that's the main thing. If baby can breathe, a lot of the other things will take care of themselves.
1: Yeah. It's exactly what the NHS have said, isn't it? You know, their lungs and other vital organs are not yet developed enough. You reach 24 weeks and... Basically, uh, uh, for me personally, um, every week after that is just like another yeah. massive blessing. Obviously, we want to get to full term. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just so grateful to suddenly be in what most what, what medicine deems as being a safe yeah. place. The anxiety is still going to be there. That's inevitable. But it's just nice to know that the doctors now will see us as like a kind of savable case if something touch wood doesn't. But if the worst happens.
0: It's the same as when you're working towards that 12 week mark, isn't it? Yes. So, you know... And like, we'll come on to it a bit later on, but as you reach the 12-week mark, that's when everyone goes, oh, yeah, I can tell people now. But we've touched on it before, that mm. the is, when you've got a heartbeat, your chance of miscarriage drops massively. Yeah. But because most people don't know they've had a heartbeat until they get to 12 weeks, and often if they're miscarrying at 12 weeks, actually means they've miscarried at maybe 8, 9, 10, 11 weeks, yeah. but you just don't know. So 12 weeks is, is the first milestone for that reason, but in reality things could be okay at 7 weeks if you get yeah. a heartbeat but then every week additionally towards that 12 weeks is another week you're towards that safety zone it's the same as we are now we've now passed that zone where you're thinking okay this is where things if things went wrong would have a better chance of being okay than not mm. but then every additional week every week closer to 30 to 35 to 40 weeks yeah. is a little bit more security and the percentages go up and up and up and up and up and that can only be a good thing.
1: I had no idea about the twenty-four week thing until I think your sister Charlie, who who we spoke about in the last episode. If old you, Charlie. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, it was like tips from a midwife. It was brilliant. She obviously is a midwife. And yeah, she told me about the twenty-four week thing, I think, with Amberly, so last year. And I was like, but that makes so much sense because the 12-week is a little bit more of a social construct because like Tristan's already said, you're waiting for that heartbeat. It's once you've got the heartbeat. It's just most people only get the heartbeat at 12 weeks because that's the first time that they have a scan. But if the scan was a 10-week scan and universally that was when women had it, then it would be like the 10-week safety zone that you're trying to get to. So actually the 24-weeks one I suppose, is ever so slightly more legitimate. I mean, we're talking as uneducated people who are just meandering through this and absorbing as much information as we can. But the 24-week, there's like science behind that.
0: Because the 12-week scan, you say, it, it lands when the NHS want to scan you. Mm-hmm. That's where that's that point, and that's the scan you have. It's the first scan, and unless you go to a private clinic, it's the first time you see your baby and see if there is a heartbeat. 24 weeks, there's nothing associated with it around a scan or... Anything that all women go through at 24 weeks, it is just the point where I guess average you know looking at a baby's born between 20 and 40 weeks, it's where the chance of baby living yeah. and making it is much higher. and I wonder if it's a, a developmental thing that happens. Obviously some babies grow faster than others, but on average 24 weeks is the point you you want to hit for viability.
1: It's a little bit strange as well because in the UK, on the NHS at least, you only actually get two scans. You get your 12-week scan and you get your 20-week scan. So we haven't seen Squidge in scan form for like a month now, have we? It's been a long time. It's been a it long a, time. Has it actually been a month? It has, because it was 20 weeks, and now we're yeah, 24. Four weeks, so
0: yeah, just short of a month. What? Which is crazy.
1: That is crazy. We have to book in for a private scan. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. for reassurance. But also, that they're supposed to be quite good for, like, bonding, because mm. you get to see the little one wriggling about in there, and there's something really nice about that.
0: And anyone who's been through the early stages of pregnancy and, and had babies and stuff, you see the difference. So... 12 weeks to 24 weeks is a massive difference. Oh, huge. The IVFers amongst us will be like, well, just you wait until you see your <laughs> embryo. Yes. And then are holding a baby in your arms. Yeah. Or if you go in for a scan later on to check for growth things and you're seeing the difference between a tiny, teeny, tiny thing you probably can even see with the naked eye all the way up to a child. A, ch- a
1: child. It's so funny. I was talking to my, uh, well, I'm not going to say exactly who it was. I was talking to an older gentleman, uh, semi real recently about these sorts of things and <laughs> gotta tread so carefully without stereotyping he's not particularly kind of clued up on women's health let's say you know an older gentleman in maybe his like late 60s anyway um I was talking to him about how I have a photo of squidge as an embryo um, and he said oh I have one of those I'm like really I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah yeah I've got a photo of, of my my son as an embryo you are you absolutely sure and I my my instant reaction was oh god did you do IVF I didn't know this has passed me by and then I realized he was getting very confused. And what he meant was he had an ultrasound photo. Like he had a picture from a scan.
0: At 12 weeks. At
1: 12 <laughs> weeks. Are they? Okay, so that's, that's different. That's not an embryo. And I tried to explain, but I think it all went over his head. But this is the great privilege, the great honor of being an IVF patient for all the horrible things, obviously, that come with it. Nobody would wish infertility on themselves or even anyone else. But one of the nice perks, one of the cool things, at least, is that you genuinely get to see your baby grow from day Dot from like, like well, from day five, if we're, if we're being yeah, technical. Well, yeah. But yeah, there'll be some IVFers out there who. who You're in the, wrong there. Yeah, in, <laughs> the, in your mind, you corrected me. No, fair play. But like, yeah, from day three or day five, you know what they look like. And I find it so cool that when Squidge is here, we'll be able to show her her first photo. Yeah. Most people, it's a scam photo. For her, she's literally, she's like a cell.
0: <laughs> and a lot of people look at, you know, dates and things and they work it out from when they did the hanky panky Yeah. We can literally remember the day that you went down for your surgery uh-huh. the day i had my happy handshakes now i would love to know which one she came from
1: oh my gosh yeah first
0: or second did because you think of different things no this is, i don't don't let, right let's not go into this <laughs> don't, well, i've realized since the whole conversation we had earlier that people listen to this shit okay <laughs> um, if i see your mum this weekend and she's like oh the second one was it yeah. or i can't i wouldn't be look liquor in the eye he's going red um, yes yeah, oh god let's take a, take a second to breathe
1: <sighs> it's fine, safe space.
0: But I would love to know which one it was because I'm like, well, the first one was a little bit more. I was in the zone. I was like, right, this is the IVF one. I'm fucking doing this. And I'm going Kristen to have the best in the sperm zone. in the world. And then they came back and they're like, yeah, it's not great. And I was like, ah, oh. oh, shit. And then the second one was just a wank of desperation.
1: <laughs> a wank of desperation. And maybe
0: it was that or Maybe maybe she was in there and she was like,
1: I'm doing it for my. Baby! baby! There's a South Park reference for anyone who watches South Park. Me and my siblings say that all the time. I'm doing it for my baby. Anyway, yeah, do you know what? Like, IVF has a lot of, uh, rightly so, negative connotations. You don't want to be doing IVF necessarily because it means that something's gone wrong anatomically. And that's how we felt. We felt so miserable. But it is really nice to find the little positives, the little rays of light, as I call them, that are littered throughout life. And you can find them. And one of them is it is so cool. To say, I saw my baby at an embryo form. What? We should get it framed.
0: We have. We have a painting a bit framed.
1: Oh, we do, don't we? And baby art. And baby so art. So great. So pretty. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. I figured we should do a little rundown of my symptoms because I don't think we've actually done like a sort of pregnancy symptom check for a good few episodes.
0: Because they change, don't they? Because you kind of have the early ones and it's vomiting. I'm always fucking tired.
1: Classic. Oh, smells. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. But for you, the tiredness has remained because well, that's a feature of Miranda in general. But there are a few more (laughs) things and a a few things that Uh, I think you're a bit less happy about.
1: Do you know what? I was like sailing through the second trimester from about week 15. I felt so good. Bam. And then came week 23 and it all went tits up. Oh my God. It's been a rough one. So, uh, the first thing I'm just going to say, I mentioned this in an Instagram post, actually, uh, if you want to see it, it's, um, Miranda dot Burns. It's one more. I've got my bump out. You'll find it eventually. <laughs> but yeah, actually there's quite a few of them. You might not find it for a while. I've got such a hairy tummy now. Like, hang on, let me look. I'm in my bra again, guys um but I am wearing a skirt. I'm just always hot that's another thing. Yeah my tummy is so hairy. My belly button is stretched beyond recognition and actually is a darker colour from the rest of my tummy. So I always look like I have a slightly like 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 bruised like a brown bruise. You know like when a bruise is a couple of days old so it's yeah. not blue anymore it's like browny yellow. Looks like that inside my belly button except it's not inside it's like stretched so I just have a like weird strange patch. Anyway I'm now very hairy. And there is literally nothing that I can do about it because I don't want to put bleach on my tummy. I can't go in the sun and let the sunlight naturally bleach it. So I just simply look like a little bit of a man. You still find me attractive though, don't
0: you? Of course I find you attractive you still. Have to say I that. realize it didn't sound very convincing did no, it? No,
1: it didn't. Of course I did. You're lovely Miranda. Hmm.
0: but I, re- I i feel like i'm more connected to you now because we both have hairy tummies and mine's <sighs> mine's a similar size to yours as well now yeah, so you know, you're,
1: gonna, you're gonna get confused we're both standing in the mirror you won't know wh- who's is whose reflection
0: mine's about five shades dark like mine's about five shades lighter than yours oh, no. though
1: you say as well, you'll be like oh why don't you wax it i would have to wax my whole stomach it's not snail trail i just have this like layer of slightly dark fur all over my tummy
0: and a pre-pregnancy tummy yeah fine no worries i'll do that yeah look at the size of it
1: it's huge i'm not it's waxing massive. this it's
0: a whole packet of wax strips that
1: bloody hell it's going for enough it does not need let, was it, it? let it be veet. It does not need veet oh god let it be to quote the beetles yeah well anyway that's the first thing second thing don't recognize my boobs anymore don't know what happened to them one of them is bigger than the other the nipples are absolutely massive they've also gotten really dark yeah they've gone, she just, says looking at i them. literally just pulled my bra Can you hear that pause that was me pulling my bra to a side yeah they've gone really dark and i mean i'm not gonna lie they're a bit hairy as well i have to pluck those that that's manageable <laughs> hey if you're listening to this podcast and you don't pluck your nipples you're lying i swear everybody does this but yeah no i mean, like the i think it's, is that the right one yeah the right one is quite a bit bigger than the left one now so that's happened it's all growing though it's all right i don't mind These things happen. I'm pregnant. it's It's a miracle of life. I'm so grateful. Oh, our bunny rabbit just laid down and he looks like a perfectly baked loaf of bread. He's just so adorable. See, he's the right level of hairy for his species. I, however, I'm the wrong level of hairy. You are experience. right.
0: You're the right level of hairy. For a
1: pregnant lady. For
0: a pregnant lady. Oh, thanks. But I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, these things happen to your body. Your body changes and what it's doing is is bloody impressive. Yeah. It's not surprised it, you know, relaxes on a couple of things. Does, you does know?
1: anybody know why you get so hairy when you're pregnant? Obviously, Someone will know why you It's like so hormonal, hairy. isn't it? But I'd love it to know. It must be. Can you message us? Miranda.burns. Or actually, no. Do test you baby pod. Test you baby pod on Instagram and let us know. Like, why do you get so hairy when you're pregnant? Because <laughs> um, I have embraced that side of things. If we're going in chronological order, the other thing that's happened is um, I've started getting the runs. That's a new thing.
0: Oh, my goodness. Hasn't she just? got oh, has... a day off work this week.
1: That never happens. No. I a day off work. Because... You were
0: raised to never take a day off unless yeah. you were on your deathbed.
1: I hate calling in sick. I hate it. Yeah, so <laughs> I just woke up and you know when your tummy gurgles to itself and you have to run to the loo. I'm not going to give you too much information. You've lived through the enema episode. You don't need this. But it was just terrible. I went out to go back to bed for two hours. I was dehydrated. You had to make me peppermint tea. It was just grim. I mean, it's settled down a little bit now. but
0: A little bit. A little it's not bit. Massive.
1: I still do get a slightly funny tummy, but it's only in the morning. It's like it swapped out morning sickness for...
0: Morning...
1: Oh, Tris.
0: Sorry. Well, yeah. I'm better than that.
1: You are better than that. And then the final thing, which literally started today, people, is pelvic pain. Oh, my God. This just took the wind out my sails. I did not realise how painful it was going to be. It feels like, well, I don't even know. It's like this deep ache in my like, oh, I'd call it like my fanny bone, but I don't know what you'd call it. But, you know, the, your, pel- like your pelvic bone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. The pelvic. Pubic, pubic, pubic bone. bone.
0: The, that, that?
1: Your pubic bone. Trish just poked us. Yeah. Your pubic yeah, bone. I
0: realised I just wanted to poke my nuts. Oh, are you
1: okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Do you feel a bit ill now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there. And then also, if you imagine a little diagram of your vagina... And then you've got your bumhole. That bit of skin in between. The
0: perineum.
1: Yes, you know, because you have to do per- perineal, perineal massage. massage. That bit, like, deep in there, really hurt. And I've been, like, gasping throughout the day. It goes. It just got like, I'm fine right now. But then when we are setting up the Test G baby kit, there was one point where I was bent double over the desk, like, ah! it's just so painful and then it goes so I'm going to mention that to my midwife because if this continues I can't be on air mid-link doing you know introducing a song on the radio and just go that was my vagina it doesn't work like that so that has not been pleasant and it really took me by surprise I just wasn't expecting it came out of nowhere I thought it would be a gradual thing it didn't I, I just woke up and was like clutching my edge, like oh my god it really hurts so yeah that was strange but here we are we're still standing squid is fine she's been kicking all day
0: yeah we're getting leg cramps as well that's a thing that you have oh yeah this was quite funny because marina's been sent all this weird and wonderful stuff oh where's it from
1: oh so uh better you was so kind and sent me a load of things to try um including lots of magnesium sort of oils and sprays and things
0: and the other night, I was awoken by Miranda making a very strange groaning noise. You were like,
1: <laughs> "I don't, th- I don't believe this. You're, no, he's lying. He's making it up.
0: Genuinely." And that's what woke me up. And I, I you remember just
1: scared Cuscio. He's just run off now. <laughs>
0: I think I, in the night, I don't know if I was just unsympathetic, but I was like, "What's wrong?" You and were, the, yeah. And you were like yeah. my legs. I was like, "What's wrong with your legs?" The cramp. I need my magnesium.
1: Oh, for so sake. you like
0: reach over to your bed and get this? Is it a rub or a spray? It's thing? like a
1: spray. It's like an oil that you massage in. And
0: you you like.
1: Can I just say right that for the last. Mm, I'm going to go as far maybe like five weeks I've been dealing with really bad oh leg my god! and you haven't heard of them once I have not complained I've not woken you up uh, not,
0: I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm just relaying me. the anecdote
1: it didn't happen like that no what happened was there, I needs, even... there
0: needs to be some embellishment otherwise it's just a boring story of you having <laughs> leg cramp in the night everyone gets it <laughs> Eat a banana, get some potassium.
1: Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, anyway, thank you, Betty you for sending those. Because it did did actually help. It did. did. And it it was
0: immediate relief. And you were fine for the rest of the night.
1: Not sleeping next to you.
0: (laughs) Where else are you going to sleep? We live in a one-bedroom house.
1: You're going to sleep on the sofa. Oh. Oh. Nah, you won't. I love you too much. I'd miss you. If you imagine it. <laughs> we we never like have big arguments. But imagine we had an argument and you slept on the sofa. I swear 1 a.m. I'd come down like Trump, I'm really missing Ingabusners, please. It's like the night
0: of the night. When was it? Oh, we said I've watched Calendar Girls. That happened.
1: Oh yeah. What Ooh. happened
0: then? What was the reason for that?
1: Oh, it was okay, so it was in the middle of the UK heat wave, which was about four weeks Fuck, ago. Yeah. yeah, it was hot oh, it was really hot. I also had severe hay fever. My allergies have calmed down a bit, which is nice, but I had real bad hay fever and I was just lying there hot. Hot, sneezing uncomfortable oh it was just horrible and I thought I was just, I'm not going to lie here I'm punishing myself I need to just distract myself so I went downstairs and started watching Calendar Girls and Tristan joined me and we actually stayed up till about like 3am yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next day it was a bit of a write off but yeah like you came down to support me you're very good at that I, I, I insisted I was like I'll go down by myself it's fine I just need to be in a cooler room a cooler part of the house but you insisted on coming I to me have been
0: sad just on my own
1: you're well cute you are thanks Now, the final two things to kind of update you on. Uh, We had a midwife appointment, always fun. This one was extra fun because our midwife, Sophie, brought cakes with her i know she stopped off at this really lovely like patisserie place and picked up a chocolate tart a lemon tart and an apple tart and she brought them round. and she said this is to celebrate tristan's new job now please correct me if i have already said this but i don't know if we've mentioned it explicitly but tris has landed himself a new job it's like a promotion of sorts isn't it but it's like a new job as well
0: well i've gone from being freelance within the kind of the company i part guess of the comp- part of it yeah. to now being employed full-time working on a bigger podcast as well yes it's pretty cool
1: so proud of you let's dedicate an episode soon all about um ivf and everything that you went through when it came to your job because we have touched upon it so many yeah. times but there's more depth to go into and then yeah this is basically a result of tristan ditching his earlier corporate job and taking a risk and going freelance and now look at you fly you have a real job you've signed the contract I know. <gasps> so proud of
0: crazy fun
1: so yeah our midwife saw this and brought cakes to celebrate
0: she's so great bless her does she listen to the pod yeah she does she said she She does i think she's a bit behind she's on she's in the middle of us doing ivf so we're like episode what 26 now so she's (laughs) probably like 20 episodes behind but i'm sure by the time Squidge is born she'll have listened to this episode
1: oh hopefully hey hey thanks for our cakes (laughs) thanks for delivering our child (laughs) oh wow when will that be
0: uh, who, knows? who knows
1: and then the other thing just to mention is that at the time you know which you'll be listening to this episode will actually be in our first consultant appointment so um we're recording this on sunday night of course we are classic tristan and miranda no.
0: Nine. Yeah,
1: you know us by now leave things to the last minute um but yeah uh, 2 p.m uh monday we will be having our consultant appointment same consultant who talked us through uh ambly's post-mortem so she she understands she gets it she knows what we've been through and everything obviously that went wrong last time so that's it's nice it's nice to have a, a doctor who knows your story but also um yeah she's just a really lovely lady and we've only ever had phone sort of conversations with her before we haven't spoken to her for like 10 months have we this will be the first time we meet her face to face Unless we've met her in the hall. We I'm might not have realized done. we might have Wandered done. Wandered past her. Possibly. And she's gonna talk through our current situation. I don't actually know what like what we're gonna get asked. I mean, I'd like to find out if we're gonna have a water birth, because that's my preference. And she was she basically gets to say yes or no as to whether that happens.
0: I don't think we'll get a yes or no. She I don't think she'd rice it off because the reason you wouldn't be able to have a water birth is not because of Huskbridge is growing, because no. she's growing fine. There's no complications Hutchwood so far. Yeah. The miscarriage was a second trimester. It was a second trimester miscarriage because of triploidy. Yep. And that's not a problem this time around. So, all of these things that would be reasons to
1: say no to say a no water. aren't
0: there. The only thing that stands in our way is the fact that you, as a 15 year old, had your last <laughs> epileptic fit. I know. And we're now 12 years on, right? Yeah. So, I think the reason would be that you're under the care of an epilepsy midwife. Mm-hmm. But that midwife has deemed you at no higher risk of having a fit than the normal person.
1: How cool is that? That's so nice to know.
0: So if you're going by that science and that diagnosis and all that, then everything everything should be fine. But as with most pregnancies and most labour and everything, they always preface it with, we see what happens when you come in on the day. Yeah. Right. If you've had a really bad few days and you're knackered you're and you're tired, you know, yeah. You've been in labor for like a week, you know, like
1: Oh, let's not put that into the universe. But you know what I mean? <laughs> no,
0: thank if you. If you've been labouring for a long time and you're knackered, they're more they're less yeah. likely to put you in the water because when you're tired, that's when you would get your seizures. So yeah. I think she'll probably just say, We will see how things go and we'll see how things progress. But right now, if you went into labour and you were fine. You'd be in the water.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what we'll do is we will give you an update next episode, I guess, on how it goes and what exactly she asks us about. I'll go, oh, I don't really have a clue. No. We're consultant-led because we're technically kind of classed as high-risk because of all the reasons Tristan's just told you about so you already know that anyway um, but yeah I mean I, f- I, have, I have no idea I'm, I'm actually really interested I'm so curious to find out what's going to happen so that will be all, well I say all the fun it's not like going to a theme park <laughs> but like it will be a little day out the two of us back to the maternity ward well it's not even the maternity ward is it it's a day unit oh I've really messed this up oh dear. <laughs> maybe this is a natural place to wrap up the podcast yeah, I
0: Think that's it and well, that's it for today <laughs> if you like what you heard the best way to support us is to leave a review share with your friends family pet- parents, guardians, childhood friends who know your fiancé had to have <laughs> enemies as a child. <laughs> and don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah, please do hit subscribe. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, share it around. Share it to anyone who you think will be interested. Drop Sh- them a little... Shuck
0: it on your story. Shuck
1: it on your story. Say where you're listening. Send a little link. You know, just share. drop us an email, or, or carry a pigeon, yeah. or or indeed a fax.
0: Not necessarily a pigeon. Your bird of choice.
1: Oh yeah, it could be a falcon if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: a falcon. falconry's so yeah, cool. It's you pretty s- awesome. Used to
1: go to so many falconry shows as a child.
0: Owls, they're quite cool.
1: You don't do that so much these days, do you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what going to see <laughs> to falconry, falconry displays? displays? It's not the done thing anymore.
1: I swear, I used to go at least once a month. It's
0: very naughty.
1: Yeah, it is But the I noughties. wonder if that's
0: because we were children in the Northeast.
1: Possibly. And, and you- now
0: we're growing adults. And, and we magic- can't just swan on to swan off to Falcon displays. Swan!
1: Swan! Ba-dum, ba-dum,
0: ba-dum.
1: <laughs> 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 and don't forget, you can see our faces over on Instagram, Miranda.burns.
0: Tristan.tall and test tube baby pod.
1: Pod for
0: podcasts. Love you Bye. bye.